I Don't Know What the Fuck I'm Doing podcast. We are your hosts, Anastasia. And David. If this is your first time listening, this is the podcast where we humorously normalize uncertainty. We encourage and support entrepreneurs who are determined to crush it anyway. New episodes are released every Tuesday and Thursday. We cover three areas of topics in the podcast, including business, health, and relationships. We also interview guests with successful business owners who tell their what the fuck stories and share some resources to help you keep doing something. So let's all explore how no one really knows what the fuck they're doing. Welcome everybody to the IDK WTF I'm Doing podcast. I am David B. Anastasia Button. You should know us by now. Shouldn't you? Shouldn't you? Shouldn't you? (laughs) We are talking about vices which means what because i had to ask him what he meant by that i was like i know what a vice is when it comes to like working on a ranch but (laughs) and like in the hardware store but not by what you mean so what tell Hmm. us what vice means so a vice would essentially be not necessarily an addiction but something that's an escape something that is a crutch kind of a crutch kind of like a bad habit i guess it's a bad habit your vice is a bad habit addicted to a bad habit yeah. Okay. So it's more of a habit. It's more something you like. Like you can have a vice, even like chocolate cake. It holds you down. It just That's what a vice does. Some, something you crave that might not be the best thing. So for you. sugar, bread, cheese. Those are can be vices. All those things mm-hmm. we love to overindulge in. Yes. Same with television or like we talked about in a previous episode, working out too much. Or video games. Video or... games. Alcohol. Yeah. I'll leave it. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to talk about how I don't think vices are usually a bad thing and how to notice when they are a bad thing, it should be given up. Because I think there are some times where a vice should not be given up. This is a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. This is also coming from someone who has ADHD mm-hmm. addiction and addiction to dopamine, as well as the need mm-hmm. for more dopamine, chemistry-wise. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, just um, disclaimer there. Mm-hmm. So that we understand where our biases come from. Okay. As I am familiar, or as I know, I do not have ADHD. ADHD. I think, I feel like I have the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm just too focused. I'm just, no, it's not just too focused. It's the dopamine piece of it, right? So it's like, I have plenty enough of dopamine to get me through the day or week or month, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, it must be nice. (laughs) I I feel like I do this. Everyone always says I'm a cheery person, which I agree with. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm not seeking a lot of those vices, but of course I have my own traumas that I try to cope with. And so I have my own, I guess you could say, addictions or cop-outs. Cop-outs. <laughs> cop-outs or something you use. Would you say you escape. have- Escape. Escapisms. Would you say you have bad habits? Doesn't everyone. Doesn't everyone. But I feel like there are some that definitely take over mm-hmm. where you'd rather be doing that bad habit versus actually working or mm-hmm. living your life. Right. right. So you'd rather yeah. dive into that. So vices we were talking about earlier being alcohol, drugs mm-hmm. being the bigger ones that we hear mm-hmm. about, but maybe some other ones being video games or mm-hmm. uh, working out too much mm-hmm. or maybe foods mm-hmm. or TV. That's a great one. Okay. That's actually probably the easiest to fall into, I feel like, mm-hmm. would be television. Yeah. The reason I wanted to talk about alcohol, because I think there's a lot of things about it that are good, where I think it often gets a bad rap. 
mm-hmm. and especially so many of us in the millennial age, it's like a joke that we're all alcoholics. I think every generation has said that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. I think a lot of us at our age definitely we love our beer. We love our wine. We definitely spearheaded the fuel of microbrews. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Like we're from Colorado, yeah, which is in essence the capital of microbrews per capita at least. Yeah. So. We can really relate to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that one, it's like, I just love our beer. I personally don't like beer at all. And I'm like the weird one. And here I all am. All of my friends. Beer from Thrive Workplace in Centennial, Colorado. Because it's on tap all the sponsored, time. Sponsored, not beer. sponsored. Hashtag hey, Colorado things. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. <laughs> Let's Sorry, talk about April. when we should give up a vice first and then when we should keep it. Well, I think in our last episode, you talked a lot about how you're getting rid of alcohol for mm-hmm. a whole year, which mm-hmm. you did except for when you when you're traveling as you said when we were in mexico <laughs> yeah i didn't do a great job since we've been back okay uh, so well the purpose, well the reason behind mm-hmm. your idea of at least reducing or mm-hmm. getting rid of alcohol in your daily life was so that you become more productive again because it was really mm-hmm. inhibiting you Correct. from your productivity yeah. and i think it's really if something really comes in and is really push and pulling with a goal that you have mm-hmm. like building your travel side of your business mm-hmm. or for others it's having a healthier body or a healthier mind or even a relationship have sure. a relationship like mm-hmm. if you play video games all day eight hours a day and you're not getting paid for it Mm -hmm. getting a relationship is going to be very interesting Mm -hmm. and in a way a lot of ways difficult absolutely especially if you're not dating another gamer right so Mm -hmm. it's just when vices become not only detrimental to your health Mm -hmm. to your relationships and to your job slash business that's really when you should be looking at them but i also feel like what are you leaning on Mm -hmm. what are you crutching on is really important too because Vices can be people as well. Very true. It can be a relationship, mm-hmm. um, codependency, halar. Yeah. It can be parents. It can be kids. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Yeah. It can be a lots of relationships. So I feel like vices don't just take a, something you consume or do. Mm-hmm. It's who are you also involved with. Yeah. So yeah, that's a really good point because not necessarily just a person, but also a relationship dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like um, whether are you dependent on someone who or is codependent with be the yeah. leader? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. is it like, do you, cause like one thing I personally don't back when we could go to movies, I wouldn't go to a movie alone. Right. I wouldn't go, I don't really go out to eat by myself and just sit there. So I'm, I am dependent on having someone else with me to do certain things. Mm-hmm. That's more be. of a social aspect. Yeah. But I think it's that dynamic of having, it's a vice that I need someone to do something with. To treat yourself with something. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think that's a great point. I'll give another quick example too. So I have another colleague, I guess. So we rent out a place together and she didn't use it because she felt that she didn't have enough introduction or the right to be there, even mm-hmm. though she was paying for it, had a contract, had a key. She didn't go there when we were out of town because it was like, she just needed me to be there oh you know and mm. that's a pattern that she has i've seen she needs someone else for that approval for something right so a need for approval i think would be i think it's really just giving yourself permission to do mm-hmm. something yeah with and you have to have someone there to do it like the eating mm-hmm. out of the movie i think that's a great example because yeah. i'm i think that we're conditioned mm-hmm. to have that vice that you don't do those things unless you're in some sort of social aspect right but I gave that up a long time ago and I went to see movies all by myself 
actually that was a vice for me in one way because I was escaping the roofing industry. Oh yeah. I would be like, I'm literally getting out of my head and just immersing myself into a movie. And Mm -hmm. it was like $5 Tuesdays or whatever. Okay. So I go in the afternoon and I legit would watch the same movie three days in a row. Wow. Okay. <laughs> good movies, though. I wouldn't just go watch <laughs> whatever movie. It was always good yeah. movies. Um, okay. That's how I fell in love with Strange Magic, actually. In yeah. I would say that counts very much as a vice. Because yeah, because it's, it's like, a way to escape. Yeah, because right. you're not doing it out of um, like an intentional uh, something your pleasure is like, seeking. You're not just like, I really want to do this. Mm-hmm. You were just like... Oh, I really wanted to do it. but i used it to cover something i didn't want to do yeah so there is a difference in that way yeah Yeah. so vices can be really anything but i feel like there's popular ones like Mm -hmm. the alcohol food drugs those are definitely ones that can harm you Mm -hmm. detrimentally with your health and relationships Mm -hmm. but i think there are definitely subtle ones especially relationships that we could touch on but also Activities that you think are healthy, mm-hmm. right? We've touched base on that with working out for three hours a day if you're not literally competing mm-hmm. or if you're not going into some sort of like a Spartan race or a yeah. ninja competition or something. Yeah. Why are you working out three hours a day? It's literally to escape rather than deal with what your shit is. Right. Yeah. The key here to identify vice is to see, am I using it as a form of escapism? Am I using it as a form of coping? And is it something that I'm dependent on to do something? Yeah, I think sometimes there's this question of, Mm. are you aware that's vice? And I think television is a perfect example for that. Yeah. Because they catch you with hooks, right, to go and watch the new episode. And that's great for marketing. That's great for long-term plan and storytelling. Mm -hmm. But as a consumer, how Mm. many TV shows are you watching at once? I'll lump social media into that, too. Yeah, I think it's a great one as well. um, well, is, is this person going to be posting today? Mm-hmm. Like, especially see that on TikTok is or, a big one. Yeah. I see that with me. I'm like, really? did Iron Sanctuary post anything today? So you know, it's really stupid, but yeah. I like him. So it's fun. But he's a great TikTok guy. He's a great person and great Sub- to follow. Iron Sanctuary. Sponsored, not sponsored. Would <laughs> love to be sponsored. <laughs> Actually, love to have I'd like podcast. to interview him. Yeah. Uh, the other thing with, especially with social media, it's I will catch myself. I like, I intentionally... I want to go look at one thing. Mm-hmm. I need to check something. I need to see a because events are on there. So I need to see an event time. Or I need to see some detail. Or I'm curious about someone, something. And then it's two hours later because I've been mindlessly just scrolling. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize. I'm like, what happened? Mm-hmm. How? How did I get sucked into mm-hmm. endlessly scrolling? Same with TikTok. It's like, okay, oh, I want to see if Iron Sanctuary posted. How is it suddenly three in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> I did that yesterday, but I was aware I was doing it because yesterday was, mm. I literally just took a sloth day. Yeah. I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm literally in a, not leaving my house. I'm not even going to turn on my computer and do work. Like yeah. it was legit just do your workouts, eat pretty good mm. and do whatever else you want. And I just watched television and TikToks. I literally was on TikTok for four Watching hours TV. yesterday. <laughs> Four hours. But if you think about it, it's only four episodes of some TV show, right? Right. So, yeah, social media, because it's entertaining. It's that addictive storytelling. It's that addictive social aspect, right? Yeah, it's totally the dopamine. You know, at the end of the day, I was like, I totally did all that. But I intentionally knew I was going into it. Yeah. It wasn't one of those, You set the day aside for it. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh my god, Jeopardy's on! (laughs) Like, we have to watch it every day at, what, 6 o'clock or whatever it is. Right. I literally know people that do that. 
uh, yeah. So I feel like we're conditioned to yeah. have these vices when you're little, especially television, because it's so easy, mm. right? You're not having mm. to read and have an imagination. The imagination it's is true. literally given to you, Yeah. True. right? Mm-hmm. So you're literally given the visuals. It can be mindless, even with subtitles if you're deaf, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you're blind. I mean, you can listen to it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's so easy for a large population to get into. It becomes such an easy vice. And yeah, we're totally conditioning kids, especially now. Mm-hmm. We're already conditioning kids to be on their devices. All of the time. You know, you and, know, and there's, an early age. and I'm not saying to not give your kids devices because it's actually relevant to their future, mm-hmm. but conditioning them to have vices, that's where it becomes a problem. Yeah. And I would actually argue at this point, I think it's more detrimental to a child to not give them technology at an mm-hmm. early age yeah. because everything is there. Now. Yeah. I um, think Gary Vee kind of really makes that point. Does he? Yeah. He does. He's like, you're punishing your kids for doing video games, being on social media, being on the computer, but this is literally their world in yeah. the future. Mm-hmm. And in gener- generational dynamics, we talk a lot about Generation Alpha or even Gen Z, mm-hmm. younger Gen Z per se. But this is a generation that literally doesn't wasn't born without having an iPad or yeah, an iPhone in their had. hand, mm-hmm. right? So they're, they've always been used to the internet being in existence. So it's literally yeah. a piece of their identity mm-hmm. and how they associate with the world. You mm-hmm. take that away, you're literally taking away how they Part see the universe. world. Yeah. And so it's really cultivating a way of how you can have a healthy understanding, I like to say, and insight into what is and what isn't. Yeah. Right? So online is part of your identity, is part of the world, but it is also not the best way to always connect with a human. But I think it's a great, it's a vice that um, we're conditioned into is the overconsumption of it. Right. So it's like you have a parent or who, even a boss or a workplace, Mm -hmm. you know, in the beginning of cell phones, they're like, you can't have your cell phone on you at work. Now it's like, eh. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Right. Totally fine. Or it's like, <laughs> Just don't look at it when you're working with a customer, right? That's yeah. the only thing. But soon now your customers are online. Absolutely. So and half of our job is now just on our phone, and we have to do we have mm-hmm. to set appointments, look up stuff, mm-hmm. do things here. You go to Home That's Depot; they're literally looking at an iPhone to find yeah. inventory. Right? It's part yeah. of the job now. Yeah. And so That's it's so neat. It, it yeah right. Mm-hmm. But again, creating um, but also that enforces vices. Mm-hmm. How do we know, especially in a work or a business um, model, mm-hmm. how do we know we need to get rid of certain vices? Yeah, so good question. So one, I think it was another TikTok or something I saw online. Uh, one person's father, she was like, what's a weird thing that happened to you as a child that you don't think happened to anyone else as a child? So this girl would never get in trouble. Her father would never like yell at her. So if she did something bad, he would sit her down, just ask her a bunch of questions. Like, why did you do that? What were you feeling when you did that? What What is it that led up to you doing this? And they would talk about it, and then he would make her sit there and just write out all of her thoughts. Mm-hmm. And what she said, she was like, it really helped me to figure out the cause behind my actions. Oh my gosh, it's huge. And it's, I've never heard of anything like that before. Yeah. Um, and it's so cool because we don't think about why we do stuff. Oh yeah. So it was interesting because it was like maybe hmm, 10 years ago, my mom actually was like, I want to apologize to you. And I was like, why? But I was, I was, I thought I was in trouble because <laughs> it's always like we're having a hard time moment. What did I do? Yeah, um, yeah. No, she was like, I want to apologize because I did not help you navigate your emotions when you're a kid. Wow. Like, are you angry? 
How do you feel? Those kinds of questions that this dad is asking this kid, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't have any of that. I just, you, most kids don't actually. So there was like, as, to your point, you didn't experience any of that, right? Yeah. So you have these parents that are just kind of like, no, be quiet. Right. You'll be fine. Stop crying, right? Yeah. Because I said so. Because I said so, or because we're in public, or because I don't want to deal with it, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of sitting down and help navigating where is this feeling coming from, yeah. right? You're seeing more of that today, I feel like, online, but absolutely. You're in, but it's definitely not popularized yet. Mm -hmm. So she apologized to me because she realized that she did not help me identify or navigate my emotions in order mm -hmm. so that I could identify them. Okay. So this is why I was, like, so angry through high school, but I had no idea... Mm -hmm. What I was actually feeling, right? right. So yeah. now here we are in our 30s and we're like, oh, <laughs> oh I get it. Now that's it. what that feeling is. Hashtag trauma. Right? <laughs> we didn't one. have the magnet on the fridge that had how are you feeling? And it had like all the different faces for like all the different emotions and yeah. being able to point to it. Right. Like that is that's a changer yeah. right there. And I feel like now with all these vices that we have in our life, maybe I need to get one for my fridge. So I can be like, <laughs> I feel like this today, which means that this is a vice that yeah. I'm about to engage in exactly. versus something that helps me actually move through this right. so that I can continue on with my goals. Yeah. So that's perfect. Perfectly said. So to find it, is it a vice? Is this action that I'm doing that I enjoy doing? Mm. Is it because I enjoy it or am I being dependent? So how am I feeling? Am I doing this in a reactive way? Mm -hmm. um, and is it helping me to get somewhere, right? Thank you for listening to another episode of I Don't Know What The Fuck I'm Doing podcast. We can't do this without you. And to reward you for your support, we would like to invite you to something unique. Go to beacons.ai forward slash IDKWTFPOD to schedule a complimentary 15-minute phone call with one of us. You can also find the link in the description. We're here to brainstorm with you on different solutions for your business or life. We want to hear your feedback about our podcast or even just schedule some time to say hi. Not only that, but anyone who chats with us will get a voucher for $100 in restaurant coupons. Schedule some time today and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.